Yes, great to have MG back too after two days of piss farting around in Perth <laughs> with his mates, much to my chagrin. Uh, good to have him back. By the way, I should put out, I'm a 50-50 chance tomorrow, guys. Oh, right. <laughs> I am. No, seriously. Where are you going? I can't, well, I can't talk about it just yet. Uh, I'm still waiting on uh, certain reports, but uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I may or may not be in tomorrow morning. Well, I'm... Or I may be in, but not for all of the morning. It's oh, just okay. the situation's fairly fluid at the moment. Okay. Uh, not many are in the loop, but uh, just uh, you've just been warned. Okay. Hey, so- guys, uh, Valentine's Day. How'd yep. we all go? Let's start with you, MG. I'm guessing you've done something lovely for your wife, given that you've been away with the boys for three days. You get back into town on Valentine's Day. I'm guessing pedals all the way up the hallway to the bathtub. What did you do? Come on. I wish I could say that was the truth. I wish what I did you do? Um, I basically just, we sent each other a text saying happy Valentine's Day, babe. <laughs> wow. We've been together 36 years, mate. Like, Valentine's Day kind of is just another day for No, us, MG, no. That is not enough. That is not enough. You need to do something special. I will. I'll make it up for her today. I'll, what I'll are you going to do? Today. I what might are you take do? her. I might go for lunch, or go for dinner, or do both. <laughs> you must try harder. Must try harder. Natasha Belling joins us. Tash, oh. what did you do for Valentine's Day? No, she already, already know the nuggets. We got nuggets, didn't you? For he he oh, bought me yeah. chicken nuggets. He did. And did he? Did he? Pop on his pajamas that you bought him. A sad relationship that is. Oh, yeah. That is. I'm gonna get Glenn on one day and just, just ask him what's going on. Uh, I don't Show's use the word, not long enough. I want to use the word barren, but oh. there's a lot going on there. What did yeah. you do we, then? No, got, hang on. Got, what about Mick? They got two. Um, they go to a lot of effort down at uh, Bad Girls <laughs> on Valentine's Day. We uh, really do. They, you know, it looks nice. They've done the joint up, and it just makes you feel good. Everyone's made an effort. Cat, what did you do? Oh, this is sad. I catch up with all my single oh, mates. Mate. You don't need to say that. <laughs> you do. I we do. Ju- we just assume <laughs> it's going to be sad. We can be, just yeah, we can be the sad. judge. Ah, it's sad. <laughs> I usually catch up with my single friends, but. Two of them dipped out because they weren't feeling well, so it was just me and another bloke sitting there at a pub at a date, and then they started trivia around us with all these other sad single people playing trivia. What a loser (laughs) convention. Is the the single man you had lunch with maybe a potential, you know? No, he likes likes men. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have a winner. I think we have a winner. That is the saddest Valentine's Day of all time. Uh, We had a great time. We're going to do this. One, two, three, four, three. Josh is one of our producers. How did you spend your Valentine's Day, Josh? I couldn't be more single. So I was flying. um, I was on a plane flight, and as exciting as my day got, Virgin were handing around little chocolates of love hearts. So that was as exciting as my day got. And then you get off the plane. I was walking around this uh, Sydney CBD. Every man and their dog is carrying around flowers. So I was like, I need to make an effort. I need to get on Tinder or something. But then as I was going to get on Tinder, 
Apparently, it's the most desperate day to go on Tinder oh, is yes. Valentine's Day. So mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah. I avoided. Are you trying to be, cat, trying to be Cat's Day, eh? Well, what's going on? <laughs> I am surrounded by losers. I, li- I like this team, but you seriously all team. need to look at your life. Oh, you were the strip you going club. You're and what are you doing? We went on Wild Boys Afloat. <laughs> Hey, yesterday, when you when you hear cherry pie on Valentine's Day, you know something good is about to happen. We're going to take your calls one triple three five three. Plenty to come with Mick and MG in the morning on Triple M, including a scrag fight that happened at Westfield. We really dissect some of the greatest scrag fights that have happened in this city. Also, the very funny Sam Pang, who gives us a much deeper insight into Mick, what makes him tick, and something very strange he did on a plane. Belinda's date. Remember we spoke to her on the oh. show about a week ago and she told us about her Valentine's Day dinner. Yeah, this was awful. <laughs> so I was going out with this guy for a few years and I knew he was stingy, but this one takes the cake. He took me out for Valentine's dinner and I ordered and then he asked the waitress to bring an extra knife and fork. So he ate off my plate. It was like salmon and vegetables or something. Like that. Oh so one God. meal between two of you? Yep. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Valentine's <laughs> Day. Wow. That is sad enough to work on our show. That that is yeah. as bad she's, as it gets. She's you get the time. idea. We'll take your calls. There's good stuff happening. Bad stuff happening. Uh, did you get what you want? What was on offer? Luke's on the line. Uh, Luke, how'd you go Valentine's Day? Uh, yeah, mate. I got my missus a new rod and reel combo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Luke. (laughs) Yes, you did that. And how was it received, may I ask? Even though I pointed out I spared no expense, it cost me nearly 700 bucks. It was not received very well. (laughs) That's like Homer buying Marge a bowling ball, but a bowling ball with his name on it. (laughs) Luke, you need to address the situation. Um, Or there's going to be no sex for you for some time. Yep. All right, done. Jeffrey, what happened to you? Uh, we just stayed at home and, uh, yeah, done usual stuff. Flowers and jewellery. Was, was it? Yeah, had a bit well, of fun. But sure, hey, you would have watched a movie or something. Would you watch The Notebook or did you do something special? What would you do? Uh, we just went to bed early, mate. <laughs> what did you do in bed? Who? Yeah, I uh, eventually up? went to sleep. Oh, that is, yeah, you win. This, so basically, you went Jeffrey to bed wins. early. Jeffrey wins. Yeah. Jeffrey, yeah. you've given up, haven't you? Is no. that fair to say? Do you like it? Do you and your wife like each other? or? Oh, most of the time. <laughs> but you couldn't think of anything to do together on a special occasion. Especially when you're in bed early, come on. Yeah, I just went to bed and, yeah. Do you, do you read in bed? Stayed awake for a while and then went to sleep. So you went to bed, stayed awake for a while, then went to sleep. Was it a special okay. night that you remember forever? Oh, maybe. I'm not too sure as yet. <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey. What? Wash your Come hands, on, Jeffrey. mate. You've got to show some interest. You know? Did you... Did you put yeah. it on the missus? Did you did you occur to you you could have a, a night of lovemaking? Yeah, we did that. Oh, it was nice and got flowers and jewellery and Yeah. Yeah. He, he, nice. he, he thought about that and then he thought then he thought about well that's forty seconds. What am I gonna do for the next four hours? <laughs> 
Jeffrey. I don't know what to make of you, mate. I like your laid-back style. I like him a lot. Uh, and, and does your wife love you? Yeah, I think she does. She tells yeah, what, is, what is it she loves about you? What is what is it about you, Jeffrey? Oh, I think it's just my brain, I think, mate. <laughs> I've got a pretty good, sharp brain. Well, it, it has been evidenced by this interview. Uh, uh, I, I, mean, think, you're, I think you're Jeffrey's wife, Jeffrey and his wife, Mickey, they need to go to the Screaming Jets. They need to go and see a band. Can you get them something? Can we give yep. them something? I mean, oh, a night in a let's... hotel or something? Or... Oh. Yep. Stay on the line, Jeffrey. Or sort Jeff. something out. <laughs> because, yeah, Jeffrey <laughs> needs our help. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jeffrey, just... Gabby, how'd you go? Hey, um, oh, I reckon my partner did pretty well out of it. Me, probably not so much. What happened? Um, so I actually baked him his favourite cake, a sponge cake with cream and strawberries and chocolate oh, and made him his wow. favourite dinner. What yeah. a lucky boy. Yep. I got uh, a text you get? message. <laughs> you got a text message. I oh, yeah. got the old MG text yeah. message special. <laughs> and how disappointed were you just to get a text message, Gabby? Oh, uh, to be honest, I feel like he was sort of evening it up. He once gave me a motorbike, so, you know, we're, it's, it's, it's about bringing it back towards the centre, I guess. Uh, that, that, that sponge cake's looking a bit ordinary right now. It's <laughs> yeah. a motorbike, baby. Because uh, MG sent his, his wife a text message, which I think is way under. Mm. Way under. And that needs to I, be I, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. You'll be doing something pretty special. In fact, if your wife's listening, um, I probably shouldn't be doing this because you told me this in confidence, but yep. he has done something amazing for you today. Okay. He has. <laughs> he told me about it and I couldn't believe it. I went, MG, that is possibly the most romantic, wonderful oh, oh, thing. Wow. I have wow. ever heard. And when your wife, she'll be listening. Megs and Megs will be listening. She's gonna, she's gonna fall in love with you all over again. I think it's the most romantic thing I've ever heard. I can't wait. Can you call me after you've done it? No. <laughs> I'll still be in the Batman suit. <laughs> Peter's on the line. Peter, uh, what happened? Yeah. Good morning, lads and ladies. What happened? Yeah. Morning. Um, Pete. I, I'm not a tight wide mate, but for the last five years, I grab a Woolworth shopping bag. Climbing my way into a Woolworth store, buy a bag of self-raising flour, plain flour, corn flour, and a bit of cauliflower, and I give her a bunch of flowers. Oh. <laughs> Peter. Oh. No words, Peter. No words. Come on, you can't beat that, get, fellas. No, it's, it's very clever, mate. Very oh. clever. Oh, He's off an uppercut. <laughs> well, I missed you a lot, but I understand that while you were away, you were bonding with your son. Tell me all about your trip to Perth and the UFC and paint the picture for us. Okay, so uh, July last year, we got wind that um, the UFC, <coughs> excuse me, were coming back to Perth or, or Australia, and they said Perth is going to be the venue. So we booked our tickets then, and we worked it out that on the Sunday of the fight, so it was going to be my son's 28th birthday. So yeah. obviously a, a long overdue birthday. We, we left... We're on a 9.45 flight from Sydney. We went uh, via Melbourne, start, st uh, stopped over there for about an hour and a half, arrived in Perth about 3 p.m., and then and then the games began. Um, we had a pretty big uh, first night. Um, next day we woke up. <laughs> went Do to tell. The, went hey, to hey, 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 don't gloss hey. over the good stuff. <laughs> well, where, it was quite... Were you staying at the casino? Or what were you doing? 
No, we stayed at East Perth, um, mm-hmm. which I was familiar with, in, obviously, in my time being there with the Western right. Reds. Um, and we stayed a little bit out of town. Um, it was two four-bedroom units uh, side by side, which basically we didn't have to leave anywhere to have, have the party, but we did leave. We went to the mm-hmm. casino on Saturday, went there and watched my my other son play in a, in a trial game against Parramatta. Yep. The UFC, now let me paint a picture. We The, the UFC, because of the three-hour time difference, the prelim started at 6 a.m., so we didn't get up that early, but we got up about 7 a.m. and got there for 8.30 for when the, sure. the first fight was at 9. And as we walked into this the, the rack RAC uh, stadium, yep, all you heard was this roar that I've never heard before in, in a sporting event. I've never heard this roar that just went ballistic. And all three what of was it? Like, the crowd. It was the crowd. It was just 15,000, Mickey, on top of each other in this, this arena, and it was just electric. It was, it was Largely most, men, I'm guessing? Uh, yeah, that's probably probably 70-30, I would say. 70-30, yep. 70% men, 30% women. Um, Where were you see? Uh, we'll see. We'll fall back. We'll fall back from the octagon. So we could <laughs> we could see the sweat. We could see the blood. Yeah, we could see the slaps. Could we could see Hear all. the impact. Yes. Um, and that was just an amazing, an amazing day because I've never and I and I, I said to my young bloke, I said that's like, um, how do you feel after he goes, Dad? Oh, that was the best trip I've ever had after getting on the red eye on on Monday night, getting back into Sydney yesterday at about three p.m., um, sleeping till ten o'clock last night. Then I couldn't get back to sleep. So, but all in all, a, a solid, a solid nine and a half out of ten. Uh, the only thing was the red eye that put me back a point. But I was. Now, great. what about Volkanovski? Was he robbed? Um, I think you've got to. I think you've got to. When you're fighting the the champion, you've got to either submit him or knock him out. And I think, I think Alex, if they went one more round, he would have beaten him. I, I don't think Islam Makachev thought that he was so strong. I mean, Volkanovski, my goodness, he was just unbelievable. And I, and I, I note this morning, I was I was looking on the UFC website. They are both now pound for pound number one. So Volkanovski didn't lose his number one mantle as pound for pound. But yep. um, Islam has now joined him. But that was a, it. Was just an epic fight. We had a couple of Aussies on, a couple of local blokes in Perth who 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 fought on the card, which made it even better. But um, all in all, Mickey, yeah, um, fantastic, un- unbelievable weekend, mate. Enjoyed it. Wish you were there. I wish you well, were with us. Well, on that note, did you or did you not take some of your friends with you? I, I did. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this to me. What I I thought, yes, you and your boy will be great. And then, oh, no, Mickey, leave him alone. It's a thing. And then I find out all these guys on it. It could have been her first guy trip. Could have been a I road know. trip. I know. Uh, and I, I kept saying that. I said, imagine Mickles here. He would, he'd love this. You oh, would, no, you would, you would have got mobbed, but, mate. You would have been, you know, you would have been, you know. Like I said, look, Ron. How, 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 was, how was your welcome back in uh, Western Australia? It was good. Norm? It was good. Yeah. I, I must confess that there's some, you know, so I didn't think that I would. People would still remember me from my Western Reds days, but a few did. You know, a few, a few there said, oh, there's, there's that tall guy. <laughs> there's the big fella. It feels like you're kind of sneaking around behind my back. And I thought we had something pretty special here. Firstly, you take off to Perth with your boy. Fair enough. Then I find out uh, all the lads are in town. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's a boy's trip. Uh, sans Mickey. Uh, that was a bit hurtful. Uh, but I sucked it up. Now I find out you had a greyhound. You've got a greyhound, and it won. And I was no a. I didn't know you had a greyhound, and B was never in the loop regarding tips. Get on it. What's going on? 
Yeah, I know. I, I apologise. I do. I say I, you should. I, so, twelve bits over twelve months ago, um, seven of us bought into a greyhound, and uh, he had his first run at Bulleye on Sunday. And on Sunday, I kind of didn't want to spread the word too much because I wanted. I didn't want you to. I want to say I ran first because it's first run. And I bet you did. And and it, it happened to have a win. That's six bucks. Six bucks. I think I've got a bit of audio from it. Oh, let's go. Zipping Randy and no question, but in the straight, Seven Lads in front. Aussie Jade's giving a race, but it responds. Seven Lads on debut. Seven Lads beat Aussie Jade and Prince Emmy has run third. Oh, mate. Were you watching it? Yeah, we were all on our because there was no Sky Channel in the hotel room we're in, so we just had to watch it all on our phones. And uh, everyone, there was a couple of blokes who were in the syndicate who were on the trip, and a couple who were back home, and we all watched it at the same time. And a couple of the boys cleaned up, I must say. This is just the worst. I'm, I'm, I just, I'm looking bad. You're over I'm, there. I'm, you, you're at the fights with your mates, cleaning up on greyhound races. I'm at home, sitting around. Things to do. Why isn't it? Could be called eight lads. Put me oh, in well, it can be now. It can be. Jump in. <laughs> Jump in with us. Oh dear. And I'm going to ask you quickly: Was there Denko rub on the balls? We know that makes <laughs> them run faster. A little bit of Denko rub downstairs department and Wooshka. Off they go. Well, I guess, any of that? It's actually called pain away now. Pain away is the better better thing to put on their kegs. <laughs> is that it right? Makes them run faster. I wish for a return to the great days <laughs> of greyhound <laughs> racing, which was during the war. Remember during the war, they didn't. They they used to put monkeys on dogs because they couldn't have horses, right? They couldn't have race horses. The jo- exactly. no jockeys, so they used to put monkeys on uh, on dogs and race them. Oh, you'd bet on that, wouldn't you? Uh, well, you know what? I, 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 I want to see a race. There's about four or five races I watched over the weekend, and the no. jo- the jockey somehow fell off the horse, but that horse won. How about we have a horse without, without jockeys? A horse race. <laughs> That's not bad. What about no. this for the dogs? We have a do- a race, dog yeah. race, for Labradors, and we replace the lure with a tennis ball. So it's just you see the tennis ball going around, and the, and the Labradors chase it. Now, come on, that's fun. <laughs> Go get them, gopher. You, now, guys, I've spent a few years working in the arts, and it can get fairly... Tense. A lot of people put a lot of effort into creating art, and then you've got critics who uh, spend most of the time trying to shoot it down. And that's a murky border, and when it meets, it doesn't always go well. Uh, And we've got a classic story here. A German ballet director has been suspended after smearing dog feces in a critic's face. (laughs) This was bound to happen. This was bound to happen. (laughs) It's always just one step away. Uh, the director of a leading German ballet company is being investigated by police and has been suspended for smearing dog shit on a critic's face after taking offence to a review she wrote. Well, I'll tell you what, that's going to cost him another star, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> no, you reckon? That's not going to go down well. Hey, if I did that every time I got a bad review, I'd need to go down the pound and grab about 200 dogs. Telling you. <laughs> hook up with the poo jogger. Oi, mate, get over poo here. Jogger. Remember him. Hey, poo jogger, my reviews are out. Swing by. <laughs> I need a couple of bags full. <laughs> I need some reinforcements for my new review. Uh, Mark Geer is his name. He's the head of the Hanover State Opera. 
Uh, and intermission, he firmly attacked the journalist and then went, nah, bugger it. I'm, I'm going nuclear. Oh, wow. And has grabbed a handful of dog shit. Must have, must have had one of those green little bags handy. Yep, green ones. And, uh, and smeared him. Luckily, it was a dash out. It was a sausage dog. Could have done a lot worse. Could have been a mastiff or something. Could have been a great Dane. <laughs> a great Dane. That'd sort you out. They can lay some cable. Let me tell you. <laughs> what about that? Sm- what about that smell? Now, now, there's a lot of bad smells on Earth, but the worst one is is dog head gut, like dogs that barkers nest. It's nothing oh. worse than you. You're hanging out the clothes, and you get a couple. You get it between your toes, and you oh. try and get rid of that. But you can't introduce, you know, dog shit in a ballet environment. Next thing you know, it'll be sticking to everyone's slippers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Has someone trapped that in here? Everyone, check out yes. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen this as the ballet since Hudolf Nureyev snapped one off during <laughs> Swan Lake. No, that was a good, that was a good performance from Swan Lake. He was doing one of his plies and then just bang, <laughs> cut one loose. Remind me of the time Valentino laid some cable during the Nutcracker. I mean, you just <laughs> people just the, don't take dog shit to the opera. Please. You don't, you know, they should sell it in the foyer. <laughs> All right, hey, clean up your act, ballet. Tonight, the front bar, 8.30, Channel 7, is where you'll see these next two blokes sitting in front of me. That's yeah, right. We're going to talk about the front bar in a second, but... Um, Sammy, well, we've got you, mate, because you want to mix really close mates. We, we yeah, want to is that my bit... intro? Do people, yeah. do people actually, well, do Sammy actually Pang say Pang my name out loud? Sam Pang is Jeez. one of Australia's leading comedians. <laughs> Sam Pang has joined us on the breakfast show. I know show. I'm part of the furniture and part of the family. This is my third win. Right? But st- just, still just a bit of name recognition. At the st- you, how long have you been doing this, Mick? Oh, I don't just, know. What are we he's, been away, he's been away for two days. There's a fair chance I'm not going to be here tomorrow <laughs> at the moment. I'm just saying, Wheels are falling this off. is my third week in a row, and Jan, I'm out. It's like a third date. I've got nothing to talk about now, by the yes, way. Yes, you have. Not I've, that I've ever I've made got, a third we've date. Got, we've got questions for you. We've got questions, I'm, and they're I'm all ready, relating. Well, they're all relating uh, to our new segment. It's called this. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Yes. Getting to know Mick, getting to know <laughs> all, all about Mickey. Is, is that song still on the... Is that song still on Triple M playlist? Absolutely, it is. It's on high rotation. That's, on the, that's number one on smooth. Um, if, so how's it you, working, Jerry? I'm going to ask you. Work? I'm going to ask you four or five questions that me or Sam Payne to Sam about you about me. Yes, I want to know. We want to know more. We've we've known him now for oh, five weeks. Yeah, Our five audience weeks. have been asking us questions. So just feels, look, feels, you know feels more longer. about him, Sam, than anyone. Number one, well, what's Mick's favorite? What's Mick's favorite food? Uh, anything you can eat with his hands. Do you know what I mean? Okay. He just said, and it's a full, actually, you know what? It is, it's simple. It's a buffet. And, yep. uh, you know, he likes to just unlimited. load up that plate. Oh, unlimited. Now, you know what? He's quite partial. He's quite partial to a, uh, a salad niçoise. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, no, he has a, I want to defend him. He has a sophisticated palate that is, that many people don't know. A salad of. I'm just saying. Every time we order, wherever we go, have you got a salad niçoise? We go, here he goes again. I'm going to have to Google it. What's, uh, what's Mick's, what's Mick's favourite way to relax? Favourite way to relax? Uh, I, w- I would say not seeing his kids. <laughs> 
Is that is that is that a good is that an how does how do you no. relax? Well, you know, listen, you love your you love your golf. AFL. You're, you're getting into rugby. Yes, golf. Well, yeah, it's relaxing if you're not playing with him. It's very relaxing. <laughs> um, you know, he's a simple man. A very with simple. To- <laughs> uh, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, that's um, well. That's that, well, you, goes, you've joined them. There goes, the- there goes question number five on what makes me happy. <laughs> you. <laughs> Because many people don't know this, but you are a member of the Mile High Club, aren't you? I am. I am a member of the Mile High Club. Sadly, no one else was involved. It was, it was just me. But a boom. But, oh, what a night. See, hey, what a night. Try, try that at 30,000 feet. It was on a flight to Adelaide. It was unbelievable. Hey, you really didn't I'll muck you around. This, oxygen mask dropped from the roof. That's how good it was. <laughs> You've known it for a long time. <laughs> the, the, pilot, the pilot came on and said, we're experiencing turbulence. Please, Mr. Malloy. Stop. Stop now. How do you think the segment's going, MG? Any regrets? I love it. I love it. Mate, no, it's I love great. This. What's the sign he's getting the what's the sign he's getting the shits with with something, with a situation or, or oh, someone else? You, you know this, MG. If, if things don't go exactly to plan. Do you know what I mean? Because he's he has is this the, persona. Is, the of the fa- is it the rub of the face, maybe? Like, he kind of rubs his face every time he gets a little bit agitated. Yeah, the rub of the face, there's the lean yeah. back, there's the kind of closing of the yeah. eyes, there's yeah. the... Yeah. Tipping there's, over a furniture. <laughs> tipping over a furniture. There's a, I don't know, how do I say it, coward punching going on. You know, like, he doesn't muck around. And then, um, but, yeah, he, he's he, if things don't go exactly to plan, it's because he has this reputation as a bit of a, oh, he's a maverick, and he'll just, yeah. you know, go with the flow, and there's no one better on their feet. It might tell you what, if, if it doesn't go just second by second how he planned, it toys out of the cot and, you know, everyone go home. Okay. Well, that, well my question number five was what make me, what makes Mickey happy? Well, you've mentioned that with the question number two with the Mile High Club. So yeah, um, that. Think about that. now, we, what, now we're going for a break and when we come back, we're going to talk all about <laughs> the front bar. Well, can I just say one thing? You know what makes him happy? What? The what? notebook. The notebook. He loves oh, it. no. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's very exciting. You know, I like, mate. This is my third week in a row. Third I love week this in a row. Show. Can't you, believe you're it. on. Uh, basically, to plug the front bar tonight, eight thirty, Channel Seven. Wheel me out like a performing around. seal. It's unbelievable. We've got some very good uh, action tonight. Uh, Cummins, the Australian captain, will be on to you explain know, himself. You know his first name? No, I can't. <laughs> Pat, Pat <laughs> Cummings, and You've he's on. Or, yeah, You've got to ask him, Sammy. You've got to ask Pat Cummins. Is is head in or out? Very good question. That's I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll leave with it, MG. I've actually do have my first question. I'm going to thank Pat for his time and because it's very, very valuable. And also, that I don't was Travis said, by the way. Yeah, Travis said. But also, uh, Pat, thanks so much for your time. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep this short, much like many of your test matches. Bang! <laughs> Come on, that's, that's hey. And then Alan Langer. Then Alan Langer's on. Alfie, what do you know? Give us some dirt. Did you play right. against him, MG? Played against him my whole career, played with him, uh, toured with him. Uh, we went to a tour of England, of Europe, in about 1990, and he he starts all the games, the card games. The co- we had this game called Coins, where he cleaned up, and I think everyone was broke by Singapore. So he's a, he's a, he's a big... But what a player, though. Could you believe that a man of that stature to, no. was, is a legend in the game that you played? Well, a lot of blokes Sam ask about who you, who are the toughest players you used to play against because I was a big, you know, you know, I was considered one of the bigger players who play the game, and it's it, my, my first reaction goes to these guys who are half my size who could who could scare the bejesus out of you by a being running at you when you when you're tired, but b tackling blokes who are three times your size like it, it's nothing. They're, Alfie Langer is one of them. Jeff Tuvey's another one who comes straight straight to mind. But you'll have fun with him tonight. He's just such a good character. Yeah, he also had three big brothers. 
I reckon, which yeah. may have had something to do with it too. And growing up, and we've got a guy who uh, ran a marathon in thongs. <laughs> has he has he run it yet, or is he going, He's to, going run to run it? He's going to run it, so it hasn't been achieved yet. He's got problems, that bloke. What am I going to listen? MG, help me. What? Because I yep. Mick knows this, right? And I, I say this in front of because Mick's my boss, so it's a bit hard. But I'm not interested in all the guests, right? He knows that. Yeah. And many, any, and the multi, the little multi segment he does at the, the end. The multi, I, I love the I don't, multi. You know, yeah, of yeah. course you do. Yeah. But I, I almost, he, he told me once, he goes, look, I know it's not you go. You can read a book during this segment if you want. And I might one day, I'm telling you. But what do I ask a bloke who's going to run a marathon thongs? Just give me a question. I, I promise you I'll ask it, MG, because I do not currently have one question for that man. You just got to ask him, is, is, is he fair income? Is, is, is he the full, like, is, are you going to full quid? Have you got the rocks in the time? You want me to, you want me to start? Thanks for coming on the show. Do you have an acquired brain injury? Is that what I'm starting with? That's how we're okay, going to cool. do it. Right. All right. I like it. That's an all. Uh, 8.30. Tonight. Is it tonight? It is tonight. Bring your A game. I'll bring you? it. I'll Sick of doing it. all the heavy lifting. It's great to have you on board. That's great Love to see you. Love the front of those shirts, too. They look awesome. Schools in session. Mick continues his NRL education. Yeah, he does. Right. Because this weekend, Mickey, there's nine um, trial games. This is kind of like the last hit out before the the competition proper starts in a couple of weeks. It's getting so, serious. Yeah, it's getting serious, Mickey. Um, uh, look, the Knights take on the Eels, the Roosters take on Seagulls, Dragons and Rabbitohs, Panthers and St Helens game on Saturday night. Just take note, has been moved to 7pm instead of 6pm because it's, it's going to be about 39 degrees in Penrith on Saturday night. Um, the Broncos take on the Cowboys, the Warriors take on Storm, Tigers, Raiders, with the Tigers announcing that Appy Coruscant will be their captain, so what under Appy? Bulldogs and Sharks, and the Dolphins, who they played last weekend, Mick, um, every trial right. game, and the one that got the most viewers was through the the, the Dolphins game against the Cowboys. So there you a bit go. Of interest in this, bit of interest in, in this new seventeenth team. All right, now let me throw some names at you that I've noticed in the papers, and you can put some meat on the bone yeah. for me. Kalen uh, Ponga, uh, we heard a bit about him uh, down south, but was involved yep. in a notorious incident. Yes. Uh, what do you say? He's, he's moved into a new position. What's he yeah, need well, to, he, to to give Newcastle fans? Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. Um, he was, look, last year in August, mid-August, he was out injured and he just celebrated buying a new house and uh, someone videotaped him and another player coming out of a, a toilet. They both said now since then that uh, Kalen was sick and uh, that Kurt Mann was just helping him out. So, look, he's... In holding his hair back. Holding his hair back, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. This kid is the superstar of our game and... The move from fullback to number six means he'll have the hand, his hands on the balls a lot more. Uh, expecting a massive year from from Kalen Ponga, Josh Schuster. Oh, so yeah. there's another man in a new position. What's he need to do? Yeah, well, Josh is a back rower, a big a big back rower, but he's got hands like a five eight. Uh, he'll touch the ball a lot more. Um, last year they lost, uh, well, for this season they lost Kieran Foran, who was number six last year. Josh Schuster is a different build for a number six. Uh, he's about 107 kilos, six foot three, um, and on his day can be anything. So Manly um, will be hinging a lot of their success on Josh Schuster this year. Uh, one last run, mate. Tavita Pangai Jr. He's uh, with the dogs now, right? One of my favourite players when he's at when he's on song. He can do anything. Um, he gets distracted easily, but 
does Tavita, and a lot of it has to do with his fitness. If, he, if he's a fit, if he comes back fit this season, um, they're going to. He needs to go bonkers. MJ. He needs to go. He needs to go cocoa bananas, and he will. I think this new yeah. Bulldogs team is starting to look good. I think Bulldogs will make the eight this year, and I think on the back of guys like Tavita Pengai Junior, they will do it, Mickey. If Tavita Pengai Junior tips the furniture over and punches on with the locals, it's all over. That's Bar the shouting. <laughs> yes, and uh, Natasha Belling is running around to join us in the studio, MG, yep. because I can't believe what I'm hearing, which is Peter Bowl is uh, not a drug cheat. Uh, his B sample came back negative, and it's one of the only times I've ever heard of such a thing. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Boy, someone is n- going to be in a lot of trouble over this because that has tainted and smeared his reputation. Uh, Natasha, tell us how this all unfolded, please. Yeah, you guys make an excellent point. I haven't heard of this kind of controversy before. It's interesting to note that uh, Peter Bowl has always maintained his innocence. He said he's completely yep. innocent. He has, quote, never purchased in his life research, possessed, administered or used synthetic EPO or any other prohibi- prohibitive substance and never will. Now, it looks like initially that first test that came back positive Somehow the details of that test were leaked. Now, it's all interesting to note the timing of this. This was just before the Australian of the Year Awards, and he was up for Young Australian of the Year. And And he was short odds to take that. 100%. And now I was watching Matt Shervington on 7 this morning, and he said it's not necessarily a negative one, this one. It's inconclusive. So he's not out of the woods as yet. But then I'm also questioning why this was leaked yesterday because I didn't realise Peter was about to take a lie detector test today paid for by his coach. So why is this all being leaked? Okay, so this is an absolute debacle. Firstly, we've got a a drug test Mm -hmm. uh, that was leaked. Uh, then, then the B sample now is inconclusive and we've got to go to what? What do we go to now? Well, they still say the investigations are continuing because I just can't... Is there another sample? Is there a C sample? Well, they, I, it's apparently inconclusive. So then I believe they then would further test this. But he's not out of the woods. And whether he's in, innocent or not, I feel incredibly sorry for him because if he is innocent, he'll be forever tarnished by this. I've never, as Mick said, I've never heard of a B sample going negative after the A, A, A test is positive. Mm. So something's got, there's something fishy about it. There's just something that doesn't sit right at the moment because it's, A, you're right, Tash, about the um, the Australia Day Awards. I, ho- I would hope that that didn't have anything to do with the way this has all transpired because, you know, he's been, he was one of them guys in the Olympics we all kind of resonated towards. He was he, We saw his family in Perth what, you know, laying around watching him compete. And then when the, the revelation came out that he'd tested positive, I don't think many in Australia could believe it. This, this Has Sports an... Integrity Australia made a statement? Have they apologised? Are they on record? What are they doing? They're saying that Sport Integrity Australia will, as part of its investigation, proceed to consider whether any anti-doping rule violations have been committed. It is not possible to provide a time frame at this point. This is bullshit. Completely. This is stuff that you're really seriously playing with people's lives and careers. And yet to go, oh, we're not sure about the sample. Oh, we'll leave it a while. Oh, something came up in the A. We're not sure about the B. Uh, We'll test it again. 
No, it shouldn't no. be black and white. It should be absolutely beyond any kind of suspicion. Uh, this is a balls up. This is a complete nut of balls up. And even Paul Green, he's the founder of Global Sports Advocates, who has represented athletes from around the world. He said it was a complete disgrace what has happened to Peter Bowl, and that he said his reputation had been tarnished. What happens to him in the meantime? Can he race or not? Where does he stand? Is he in the wilderness? Is he still waiting on confirmation of a, another crack at the B sample? Well, I think from what I can, um, his provisional suspension has been lifted by Sport Integrity Australia. But from what I can understand, he's still not out of the woods. So he can race, but they're still going to keep testing his, his mm. B sample. Wow. Come on. Mm. Yeah. No. Be better. You've got to be better than that. And I mean, if this is our governing body who's... Who's, con- who's controlling all the, the drug testing. And, and, and saying that, I, I know, you know, speaking on, I know we spoke about, you know, last week how I was one of the first players to test positive to mm-hmm. marijuana, blah, blah, blah. But even that was supposed to be in-house. It was supposed to not be leaked. And someone from the, the governing body leaked that to the media. And the next, you know, week yeah. later, I'm on the front page. So there is there's something going on within our governing body with the drugs and, and is there Powell, an inquiry is there an inquiry into how into the leak are they trying to identify we, the leak there has to be and i didn't know when he res- apparently was told of this positive test the authorities didn't give peter or his team any evidence of that positive test and they also seized his phone and laptop wow Heads will roll. They should. Uh, just uh, just this, make sure that they don't take mix, mix phone and laptop. <laughs> <laughs> make sure they don't get my, my urine sample. The last one I gave had a head on it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, next, we're going to change directions entirely. There was a scrag fight at Westfield, and we are going to go into it. <laughs> I love a scrag fight. <laughs> Boom. Great show, and welcome back to you, MG. Always a pleasure to have you back on deck, sir. And uh, I tell you what, your wife is in for such a treat when you get home. You've gone to such efforts. This is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard of. What you've organised and done today, your beautiful wife, Megan, Tell you what, girls love that little blue box. Oh, we do. They really, really do. Yeah, it's, uh, if you missed it, Mr. Earlier, Michael had to say on air that um, I'm getting me something very, very special. And about 10 minutes ago, she must have heard at work that, that we're talking about it because she goes, what have you got planned, babe? Oh, well. And I said, well, mm, I've got to find something now, don't I? Something out of, the, uh, <laughs> something out of my back pocket. <laughs> You'll be right. I'll back I'll you right. in anyway. Uh, great to catch up with you guys. If I don't see you tomorrow, I may see you for Friday's show. So, oh, what's, boy, what's, uh, what's happening tomorrow? Uh, look, I'm, I'm juggling a few different things, and I may uh, be unavailable uh, due to – how do I say it without uh, upsetting everyone? Uh, I, I'm going now for a consultation. And I'll let you know what happens tomorrow. Oh. But you should plan for me not to be here, but I may be here. This... But I could be back the next day, but there's a bit going on. What are you uh, doing? Are you doing a medical procedure? As well, maybe it's a medical procedure. Maybe it okay. is. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's <laughs> health issues here. Oh, well, you were... I'm alarmed. Are you alarmed? I'm alarmed. I'm just saying... I may or may not be here tomorrow. 
Okay. That's when will we know like, for sure? Just I'm just looking at my, you know, organisation yeah. and general anchoring work. So you're not worried about my health. You're just worried about yeah. your own. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, oh, Mick, I hope you're all right. Well, Please, I'm not is there anything sh- I can do? Well, uh, I'm not sure what should, it is. Should we start a vigil? Should we? Should I be praying go to some? Go fund me, page. Just, just, just know. Uh, how do I get organised, mate? Let me know. <laughs> Let me know if you're going to survive or not. Okay, I'd like to retract everything and just. Are, are you actually okay? <sighs> You'll know more tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's <laughs> definitely a procedure in place. And there'll be a big announcement on the show tomorrow. Oh, oh. Stay tuned. Oh. You don't want to miss tomorrow's show. No, you want to be on it. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess we'll find out more tomorrow. We'll either have you Mick betcha. or we won't. Mick Malloy, MG in the morning.